Welcome to the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. I'm your host, Harriet Blevins. This podcast is designed to empower, educate, and encourage women of all ages and stages of life in their walk with God. Our goal and intent is to provide you with the best content and topics relevant to your lives as Christians. We will have conversations with other leaders all along the way and discuss topics all of us want and need to hear. I'm so happy you're here, and I hope you enjoy the journey with me. Hello, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Sisterhood & Co. podcast. My name is Harriet Blevins, and I'm so happy you're here today. As always, I want to thank you for your time. I know there are a million other things you could be doing, so I appreciate your willingness to join me today. Today's topic will have a little something for everyone. Around this time of year, we all begin to think about a new year coming. This one isn't finished yet, but somehow we are creatures that tend to look either hopefully or drudgingly at the future. I will say I have felt for some months now that as the people of God, we are moving into what I will call a new era. Now, you may not like change. The word new may even create fear in your mind. But if you have walked with the Lord for any length of time, you know that change is always on the menu board as the special of the day. He stays the same, but he is always moving and changing things up in our personal world. He is a good God. As Michelle told us in the last episode, he is the kindest one that we know. He doesn't just expect us to grope along in darkness not knowing what's happening. He tells us, Amos 3.7 says, Indeed, the sovereign Lord never does anything until he reveals his plans to his servants, the prophets. He tells his prophets what he's doing. Now, that may just have thrown some of you off the ship. You may not even believe in prophets, and that's not even my topic today. But any time in your life when you have felt God speaking to your heart about an issue, a person, a situation, that is his prophetic voice leading you and guiding you. You don't have to have a big title of prophet to hear God. He always speaks to his people. He loves us, and he leads us to good places. So back now to the new. New is hard for people who like control. New cannot be controlled. New just happens on God's timetable, not ours. In fact, just because our Gregorian calendar is turning over a new year soon, that doesn't mean it's God's new year. See, he gave his people, the Jews, a calendar to live by, and I fully believe that is still his timetable. But what does the new mean for you and I? How are we to navigate that? Are there certain steps to take? And I believe the answer to that is yes. I believe there are certain steps, and today we're going to talk about 12 of them. Today's podcast will be a little bit shorter, but I do want to get through these 12 steps and tell you a little bit about each one of them. Number one is don't be stuck in an old thing trying to make it look like the new thing. Stop fighting what's new and calling it spiritual warfare. That's not warfare. It's just the new thing God's trying to bring you and you don't quite like it because maybe you don't like change. So you're fighting against it. Sometimes we get stuck in an old season because we refuse to go with God into the new. Do not do that. Number two, 
refused to run ahead of God. Now, in Genesis 17 and 18, both of those chapters, you can read about this story. But we see Abraham and Sarah were promised a child by God. And when it didn't happen on their timetable, they took matters into their own hands. That's when the nation of Islam was born with the birth of Ishmael. Do not create an Ishmael in your life. Allow God's plan to come at his timing and bring you the Isaac, the promised child that he has promised to you. I promise you it is so much better when he does it. Number three, reconcile your heart to challenges, hurts, frustrations, and disappointments. This is a hard one, but if you are going to step into the new, you cannot drag these old places with you. You must allow God to heal and touch those places. Hurts come to everyone's life. No one is exempt, but God can heal and restore, and he can do something beautiful with it because you cannot take it with you into a new season. So go ahead and let him reconcile, put into a right place, all those places of hurt, frustrations, and disappointments. Number four, discern what you should give your yes to. Now, this is a big one because one of the enemy's greatest tactics is to get you and I running in a lane that is not ours. Many times that happens through competition. We see somebody else's life and we think, huh, I would like to do that too. And so we try to jump over into their lane and pick up the race they're running and we try to run it. We have then given our yes to the wrong thing. So you have to be discerning on what things in the new season am I to say yes to and what things in the new season am I to say no or maybe not at this time. You have to have the spirit of discernment for that. Number five, realize this isn't the end of the road like it may feel to you. It is a new beginning. Doubt and fear may try to whisper to you, it is over. But with God, I want to tell you it is never over. It is a new beginning. He always takes us from glory to glory. I promise you it's not the end. It just feels like it is. It's a new beginning. Number six, recognize that you're in a tune-up. God is giving you fresh oil. Now, when you and I have a car and we have to take it to get it worked on, we have to pull it into the service station, One of the first things they always do is check the oil levels. They want to know, like, if your car's not going to run well if it doesn't have oil in it, and especially if it doesn't have fresh oil. See, fresh oil keeps rust and the old thing from settling in. It keeps everything moving along, and it's the same in our spiritual life. Sometimes you're in a tune-up, and you may not like it. You want to be back out on the road, vroom, vroom, you know, pedal to the metal, getting down the highway, and God's like, I need you to pull over for a tune-up because I'm going to give you fresh oil. We can only get fresh oil by spending time with him. So carve out room for him. Watch him refresh your very life in his presence. That's a really big one. Okay, we are halfway there. Number seven, this is a big one. Fall out of love with the person and the reputation you had in your last season. Trying to hold on to an old image will only cause frustration to where God wants to take you. I'm going to say that again. Fall out of love with the person and the reputation you had in the last season. See, Esther, she had a decision to make. She could either be a queen 
or she could be an orphan, but she could not be both. And she decided she would be a queen. And she decided she could not hang on to the orphan spirit and become what God wanted her to be. She had to lay down the reputation and the personal image that she had in a season prior because now God was asking her to step into a new place. So she knew she couldn't do both and neither can you or me. Okay, number eight, pay attention to your dreams. Pay attention to your dreams, people. I would even suggest maybe doing a word study on um, on the word dreams in your Bible. See how many times God spoke through dreams. Write down your dreams upon awaking. Date them and see what God begins to show you. I have talked to so many people that have had a, a dream is what kind of began them in a new um, day, a new season, a new walk. It just opens up all kinds of things. And God, we know his word tells us that he gives us dreams and visions. And so latch on to that. And when you have a dream, begin to write that down, put a date on it. And I will even tell you, if you see certain items or certain subjects or certain words in your dreams, write those down because that may circle back around and be important to you at a later time. Okay, number nine, we're moving right along. Give yourself grace for the process. Grace for the process. Do not expect yourself to have arrived because none of us have. God always takes us through a process first. Take a deep breath and just give yourself a break. Lean into him, trust him, and say, even use your mouth and say, God, I receive your grace for this process that you have me in. I receive it today. You will see that the road ahead of you, that some of the rough places that were there before, God begins to remove those and the ease kind of comes to where you're walking. Number 10, decide that you will not stay in the rut of limited thinking and use this as a moment to break up old expectations, which can keep us stuck, and stir up wonder. See, Seasons of survival, which many of us have had in this past season, they teach us to batten down the hatches. But in this season, God is calling us out of the bunker. So we have to get out of the rut of limited thinking. There are no limits with God. Nothing is impossible with him. Nothing. So break old expectations off your mind, off your spirit woman, and begin to stir up wonder. And, and God is calling you out of the bunker. And my question to you is, are you going to come out? Are you going to come out and be with him in this next season and allow him to take you into the new? Number 11, find your flow again. Now, you've had it before. You can find it again. Everybody can remember a time when life was just pumping along and everything seemed like everything was going right. You have had it before. I promise you can find it again. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you in this. He will guide you. He is the one that God has given to us here on the earth to help us. He is our helper. He will show you the steps that you need to take to get going again. And drum roll, please. Last but not least, number 12, find your tribe. Michelle just spoke about this in our last episode. It is true that we all have wilderness seasons like Jesus, and these should last, though, days or weeks, not years. So when you have found your people, they will walk with you while your wilderness season is here. They won't leave you. They will offer you a drink of water, and they will even be refreshing to you while you're in the wilderness season. See, as sisterhood, this is our biggest why. 
Community and tribe are so vitally important. Without it, it's hard to find our way to the new era. But with it, there is no place that God cannot take us. See, you weren't created to do life alone. Find your tribe. So today, before we go, I want to pray for you. Today, uh, the topic was a little more serious because it determines whether we stay stuck in the old or move on with God into the new. So let's go to the Lord about this. Father, we thank you that you have a specific plan for each of our lives. You have called us according to your purpose. Our desire is to live in your purposes for us, God. Help us as we position ourselves for a new time, for a new era in the earth even. Show us where we need adjustment. Guide us to new ways, new mindsets that we may have never even considered before. We lean into you. We lean into your grace. We say, God, that we will not run ahead of you. We will wait on you and your timing. We love you, Lord Jesus, and we desire more of you in our lives. I pray that you would bless each listener today and bring us all together again soon. I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Okay, as we do in every episode, I'm going to leave you with a life tip. So today's tip is cold or hot therapy. Now, this may sound weird, but sometimes you need to make yourself uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is is fine. You're going to be fine if you're uncomfortable for a few minutes. I promise you it's going to be fine. Just, Just roll with it. So what do I mean? You need to make yourself very hot, which is not hard here in southeastern North Carolina. We are recording this episode in August. It won't air until much later in the year, but wow, is it hot right now. I think my car registered 101 yesterday when I was sitting in traffic. So you either need to make yourself very hot. You could just go sit in your car and do that. So right, easy, right? Or very cold. And those of you who know me know that I prefer the cold. I love the cold. So do you know that changing to an extreme temperature can rev up your metabolism and your immune system? That is true. Every day I take the coldest shower I can muster and my friends think I'm crazy, but I mean cold, cold. I mean not a drop of hot or warm water. It literally takes my breath away and then it refreshes me. It's just something I do. It's a life hack or some people call them a biohack. It's simple, it's easy, it costs nothing, and it can be a part of something I do every day anyway, which is take a shower. So if you can't stand the cold at first, then begin gradually. Next time you're in the shower, try this. The last minute of your shower, turn it as cold as you can physically stand. I have a couple of friends who've been doing this lately, and they said, Harriet, it is the most uncomfortable thing. But I promise it gets easier. Then you can work up to two minutes and then three minutes, and pretty soon you'll realize you're taking you're, you're taking a shower in totally, totally cold water. And just think, not only are you biohacking your health, you are saving on hot water expenses. All right. That's all I've got for today. Thank you for joining me on the Sisterhood and Co. podcast. It's been awesome thinking about our new era and our new season that's coming. It's coming, people. I hope you heard something today that you can take into your own world and make it better. I want to, again, personally invite you to join us on Tuesdays here at Sisterhood at Life Church. We would love to have you. See you next episode as we unpack a new topic. Go make your life awesome. Awesome.